the Benefits Corner podcast. Thanks for joining us. With each episode, we'll be speaking with business owners, thought leaders, and top performers. Our goal is to provide our audience with interesting, relevant information as it relates to employee benefits, Canadian healthcare, and running a business. Now, we should say up front that the views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those shared by the Benefits Corner nor its host. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. Today's show is brought to you by Aria Benefits, modern advisors backed by experience and technology. Now here's your host, Robin Bailey. Hey friends, welcome back to the Benefits Corner podcast. Today on the show, we have Dave Patriarch. Dave is the president and founder of the CGIB, which is the Canadian Group Insurance Brokers Association of Canada. He is a recognized leader in employee benefits industry and is a contributor to various industry publications. He mentors and acts as an informal resource to other brokers, especially those new to the benefits field. Dave also participates in several industry think tank groups, such as the Benefits Advisor Drug Plan Outlook, National Pharmaceutical Advisory Boards, and the Canadian Leadership Council on Drug Plan Partnerships. He is also a member of the Sanofi Canada Health Care Survey Advisory Board. Welcome to the podcast, Dave. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, it's great to sit down with you finally. So Dave, before we get down to business, I've been waiting to ask you a question about one of your travels in, in particular. I was I was attending an industry event where you were speaking and you're known to pepper in travel photos into your presentations uh, to keep it interesting. Up pops on the screen, there's a gorilla in the background, maybe six to eight feet away. So first of all, where was that and how did that happen? That was in uh, Rwanda. <laughs> in Volcanoes National Park. And I uh, I use pictures in the seminars because that's the only way you can get anyone to watch family <laughs> yeah, family pictures. Of and course. Stuff. So we went up hiking in the mountains uh, where, you know, Diane Fossey is famous for the gorillas in the midst. And we ended up uh, meeting with her gorillas and getting up close and personal. And uh, my wife and kids, and I took a lot of pictures and I didn't take a lot because I was frozen because they were so close so many times. Right. So, a great experience. That, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, that must have been a great experience. You know, it reminds me, I, I, I've seen a meme, I've seen it a, a few times over the years, but the first time I saw it, it really resonated with me. And it said, travel is the only thing uh, that you spend money on that makes you richer. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're kind of on the same page here as we walked around your, around your office and, and, and saw all the great, uh, great pictures. So thanks for sharing that. So down to business, Dave, what is the CGIB? Yeah, basically it's... Um, an association of brokers that are all benefits focused. And you have to excuse my voice. I'm just getting over a cold, but I wasn't going to miss this opportunity for a podcast. So CGIB basically started as uh, a gap in the market where we just didn't have very much education. Uh, after the demutualization of the insurance companies in 96 to 2000, um, everybody just kind of stopped educating. So we started bringing people together and it was all brokers that had a uh, interest in being better, helping get more information to their clients. And uh, we started this association and seminars and it just kind of started informally and grew from there over the years. 
Yeah, you're right. I remember when I came into the business in 1996 and I started with London Life. At the time, they had a really good training program. Yeah. And you're right. It doesn't seem to be um, anyone out there doing that nowadays. So why would a new Canadian broker or a young broker starting up in the Canadian uh, group insurance market want to be part of the CGIB? So I like to make everybody specialists. And I mean, if you're going to do a good job, you know, you've got your education somewhere. Um, the thing about CGIB that's a little bit different is we're kind of agnostic. It's not the insurance companies selling product. It's not them educating about their services or their products. What we try and do is bring other people to the table, accountants and lawyers and, and people that deal in disability and, and, and healthcare and all sorts of different areas. And basically, we're trying to give the brokers education and experience that they wouldn't get elsewhere. Also a great opportunity to network amongst their peers and uh, get access to kind of more people around them and everything. And the end goal is to make us better as brokers and the goal is to make clients better from us giving them the education. Yeah, it's funny when you walk into a CGIB event and, you know, the first time I went in and I thought, geez, there's going to be other brokers here and you know, I'm going to keep to myself and I'm not going to talk to anyone else. And you end up you know, making friends with a lot of these people. And, and I think, you know, one of the things the CGIB does very well is connect people together. So, you know, you had a really good lawyer out to speak one time and, and, and there was some great information that I ended up reaching out to him for. And I've also reached out to other brokers, including yourself uh, along the way, if I run into a case that doesn't make sense or I haven't experienced before. So I think the fact that it brings people together that can share ideas makes us, our industry better as a whole. You end up with a group of people you can go to not everybody is as supportive you know as everybody else but there's like four or five thousand years of experience out there and you don't have to learn it all on your own you don't have to make all the same mistakes everybody else made so being part of that group just makes you a little bit better yeah no i agree with you now i noticed you'll occasionally suggest to brokers for them to bring their clients out to the cgib so what's the thought process there yeah, I think at the end of the day, we want to make our clients better. Brokers want to come to events and learn, and that's great. And and some of the brokers want to be the uh, caretaker of that information and disseminate it piece by piece to clients here and there and stuff like that. That's great. But I think there's a lot to be said for bringing clients out where they can hear the message from the horse's mouth. So in your case where the lawyer was there speaking, if your client's sitting beside you, you're the person that added value to this relationship. You brought them to this event. They heard the message straight from them. Later on, you can talk about it or you can use that lawyer. The whole idea is to kind of get more information to the right people at the right time. And it's not something you want to invite every client to. And we only do the, a couple a year that kind of work that way. But if you have that special client that has that interest, that wants to learn, you know, it's, it's a great way to do it. Yeah, and I actually had a few clients attend that event. And, and we actually spent some time after the event uh, debriefing. And the feedback I got was, you know, anytime there's one of these, please invite us out to it because there's so much value there. And they're not typically being invited out to these things. So I'll continue to do that. And, you know, I'll add one to that. You created a second networking opportunity amongst your clients that you brought out. So now when you're sitting down talking and debriefing, they can now share some of their experiences and go, this was neat. 
And, you know, maybe the other person doesn't know why that section was neat, but now they do and vice versa. So you create more ongoing conversation, dialogue, networking and stuff, which is fantastic. So good for you. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I was coming back from grabbing a coffee and, and that's exactly what was happening to my clients. They were, they were connecting and finding, yeah. oh, okay, well make sure you get me your card so we can touch base once in a while. So that's, so that's, that's really cool. So I know you do a lot of mentoring with, with new advisors into the, in, into the business. So what advice would you give young people coming into our business? And maybe as a follow-up question, what advice should they ignore? So the coming in, I would say specialize. I mean, if I could say Good only advice. one thing to everybody, yeah, is pick what you love to do and do nothing but that. I was lucky enough to come into the business kind of knowing, and usually you kind of stumble through some different areas before you kind of get to what you love or uh, what suits you best. Uh, but I really think that you have to do that. If, if you go to a lawyer and you were just charged with murdering somebody, you're going to go find the best criminal lawyer you can. You're not going to find a generalist real estate lawyer to represent you. If you were just diagnosed with a disease, you're going to go to the specialist for that. Uh, The idea of being a generalist, I think just maybe it still serves its purpose in small towns, but even that with the internet now and how you can connect people globally, let alone nationally and stuff, you don't need to be everything to everybody. You need to have that network so you can refer people off to all the other people that do the other stuff. But my advice to anybody, whether it's this business or any, specialize and be a master at what you do. Yeah. In response to your other question of what to ignore, there's a whole lot of people out there that say you've got to be a generalist. And so I mean, I know it's kind of the same point, but uh, the, the old London Life Freedom 55 model said that everybody had to be multidisciplined. You had to be an investment guy, a life guy, a, a, a group guy. You had to do everything. And um, I think in the old days that was okay, but we've gotten to a point where products are more technical, um, taxation rules are tighter, and we're seeing more litigation around just group benefits alone, let alone anything else, that I think being that generalist doesn't work for you. So... The, the thing to avoid is don't be greedy. Don't try and get every dollar from every person everywhere all the time. And if you um, avoid the generalist route, go specialist, the business will eventually come to you. Yeah. And, and further to your point, you know, my dad was in the business for 35 years and he came up through the London Life ranks and he was a generalist. Yeah. And dad turns 84 years old next month oh, and his cool. eyes still light up when we talk about the business. And one of his comments, you know, back to me was, when I was in the business, it was easy to generalize and you could do a little bit of everything. And even though dad's been out of the business for a few years, um, he still keeps in touch with me. And his comment back to me was, you know, there's no way that you can do it all anymore. And and he constantly reinforces to me that I've made the right decision by specializing in employee benefits or yeah. specializing in any area, really. Yeah. And nothing against what he he did and and the others before us because the products were very simple, very similar from company to company. It was a whole different ball game. Uh, It's interesting. Um, Over the years, I've met some different people and one that was, I used to refer life insurance business to, she ended up calling me one day and saying, no more referrals. All I do now is male lawyers over age 50 living benefits. That's it. She is so extremely specialized. I've met people that do nothing but life insurance policies on parents that own Muskoka, you know, and, and cottage sure. properties for capital gains, you know, avoidance and stuff like that, or whatever the proper word is. And they, they're so specialized in that one area that that's all they do. And, and they never run out of clients. So those that came before uh, paved the way for us. 
and it's become a, a different world, that's for sure. Yeah, okay. So specialized, that's the uh, key of today. So last thing, and this is more for fun, uh, what's an unusual habit or absurd thing that you love? So this is no surprise to anybody. And I mean, you and I were talking about traveling a lot. Sure. But I, I'm a sailor. So my thing that everybody thinks is a little bit different is I love to sail. So I sail here. I sail to travel all over the world. I've sailed you know, down the Atlantic. Next year, I'm sailing across the Atlantic in Croatia and Thailand and Greece, all over the Caribbean and you know, places everywhere. To me, that's normal. Uh, everyone else finds that to be kind of the the weird and different thing. That's that's it. My my one other weird thing, uh, according to some people, is I read fast. Okay. And and, and um, our friend Howard Kettner picked up on it, where he'd send me an email and like before it's sent, I've already responded, already responded and done it all. And um, I was at a seminar and they actually had a guy testing everybody in the audience about how fast he could read. And he kept showing things. And I, I read somewhere between 750 and 850 words a minute. Not technical stuff, but like, I mean, if I'm just kind of pleasure reading. So I tend to digest a huge amount of information. So whether it's industry magazines or articles or pleasure reading or whatever, that's one of my kind of weird things. So a, a one-week vacation for lying around on the beach, I'll read seven or eight books. Well, that's likely a useful skill in our business. You know as well as I do the amount of uh, oh. industry information we have to keep up with. Yeah. So, so that's probably a, a, yeah. very, a very good skill to have. Well, Dave, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate having you on and, and the insights that you've shared with us. If you'd like to hear more from Dave, he can be reached at dave at cgib.ca or you can visit the website at www.cgib.ca. So folks, that's it. Let me know if you have any questions about today's show or if there's someone you'd like to hear on the podcast. would love to hear your feedback. Best way to reach me is rbailey at ariabenefits.ca and be sure to check out the website, www.ariabenefits.ca or simply reach out to Robin Bailey on LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on The Benefits Corner. <laughs>